Welcome back to the Monolith Diaries. This is your host, Amy, and this is episode 14. This week, our special guest is a fellow Korean-American adoptee, NHL cheerleader, and she is also coming out with a new podcast called Soul Searching, which we'll get into a little bit more later on. But I'm so excited to have Maddie O'Brien here. Hi, Maddie. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. It's so nice to finally like meet you virtually. I know, it's so weird <laughs> these times. Yeah, yeah. So Maddie, I have to say, um, not only are you gorgeous like in person virtually, but Stop. <laughs> you <laughs> really you are, but you are, I feel like you're so down to earth and you're so sweet. I'm very thank excited you. to chat with you, to learn about more about you and your story. I just want to say thank you so much for, for being here. No, for thank sharing. you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Of course. Yeah. Is there anything else that I might have missed that you'd like to add um, that you'd like our guests to know about you? Favorite color, favorite food, anything? Um, favorite color is pink. <laughs> Mine too. Food. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite food. Uh, I really think you're going to make fun of me, but it's pickles. Pickles, really? Yes. Like, interesting. Every time there's like an icebreaker for school, you know, first day of school, and it's like, what's your favorite food? Mine would always be pickles. Yeah. I yeah. would be like, what the heck? <laughs> this girl is so, so weird. Do you- <laughs> We have a place out here in Portland um, that does fried pickles. Have you ever had fried pickles oh, and do you yes. like them? Yes. Fried yeah. pickles are so good. Yeah. So pickles aren't my favorite food, but I will definitely chow down on some fried pickles for sure. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite food? <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite food is potatoes. <laughs> I was raised uh, yes. on potatoes and meat and like literally every single, okay, this is outing myself, but every <laughs> single meal that I would have with my family, pretty much every single meal. Um, I'm probably exaggerating, but we would have like tater tots like, so much. Stop. Just, tater tots are the best. They are. Yeah. I love fries. I'm a fry girl. I had fries yesterday, actually. So oh, I had uh, two hash browns yesterday. That's kind of oh, potatoes. So. Hash browns. <laughs> yummy. So They're good. So good. <laughs> McDonald's has really good hash browns. Like, so we could talk good. about food forever. Like. I know. We really could. I had a McMuffin <laughs> yesterday with two oh. hash browns, you know. You're talking my language. You're talking my <laughs> yes. language. Food is my love language. Yeah, we're totally outing ourselves, but that's okay. <laughs> Amazing. Next yeah, question. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so next question. I like to start out each episode by asking my guests to share your favorite thing about being adopted as an adult, because obviously it's, it's much different from a child versus an adult. And I'll tell you my favorite thing to kick this off. And I really think it's all of the incredible connections that I've made as an adult within the CAD community and the transracial adoptee community. Just like meeting people like you, Maddie, I am, I'm just so grateful to know so many adoptees. So I'm just wondering what, do you have a favorite thing about being adopted as an adult? As an adult? Um, yeah, well, as I'm getting older and everything and being a part of this KAD group, I just there's a sense of family there and you can relate on such a level that other people cannot relate to at all unless they are adopted. So that sense of community is definitely so amazing. I love my family. I feel so blessed to, you know, be adopted, you know? And so, yeah, I just feel really grateful, really loved all around. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like we kind of have somewhat of similar upbringings, but we'll get into Yes, I want to hear your story. Well, (laughs) this is about you, Maddie. Right? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I, I'd love to hear about your origin story. I'd I'd love to start asking you to share anything you know about your birth parents. Um, Also, what age were you adopted, and 
I know that you have a pretty epic arrival story, right? I don't, maybe, did I hear this? I don't no. know. I, I could be told, no, you don't. Okay, well, yeah. never mind then. Well, you can tell me I all mean, the it's details, been but... an epic arrival because, you know, I'm <laughs> Because here. it's you. Yes. <laughs> you have arrived. Maddie has arrived, so. <laughs> Maddie has arrived, of course. Um, but no, I was adopted at six months old, and I was born in 1997 in March, so I was adopted in October, and I don't know anything about my birth parents. My brother is also adopted. He's 18 yeah. months older than I am. And my mom and I were going through my papers from Holt. And I have a lot of papers. I don't know if you do, but my I mom do. has I have like so many. a huge folder yeah. full of like papers. And it's really cool to go through because it's like how much I was when I was born. And all the doctors say, oh, Maddie was this and Maddie was this. So, um, it was super cool to see all that, but um, I don't know anything about my adoptive parents, and I do want to go on that journey to find my birth parents. Um, you froze. Are you there? Where were we? Okay, let me just start over. Yeah. Okay, so what was the question? Just like, do you want to go over that again, and then I'll just Yeah, definitely. It. So I'm just, I'm no, you froze again. No, no, no. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Wait, maybe if I turn off my camera and you like, it'll like, I don't know. I just. Oh my gosh! Look at how cute you are. Can you hear me? Am I frozen? I yeah, you're frozen. Funny. I just took a screenshot. You're so cute. You're just like cheesing. Is it? Is it? Is it fine now? It's fine now. It okay. <laughs> okay. Let's I'm resume. so sorry, Maddie. No, no, I'm it's so fine. Sorry. This is if funny. You never if you never want to talk to me again, Stop after this, it. I completely understand. No, I want to be best friends after this. I want to move out to Oregon. Do it. Do it, please. I would love that. So I was, so we were talking about, I was asking about if you know anything about your birth parents. You said you have this huge, like, file of papers that you and your mom went through. Mm -hmm. And do you, did you look at your records, like, so it doesn't say anything about your parents, like their age, nothing, what they... No. So yeah. with my brother's papers, it said birth mom was like 15 years old and yeah. dad was like 22 uh, wow. or whatever. And it had this whole blurb about his parents. But when I was looking at my papers in that same exact area, there was nothing about my birth parents. So I do want to go on this journey to find my birth parents, but there's a part of me still that hasn't taken that DNA test yet. And we'll talk about mm -hmm. that later for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I don't know anything about them. Um, but overall, I'm just super grateful to have been adopted. I have an amazing family. Um, my upbringing was so normal. Um, it's so funny because I really didn't get into this journey um, of finding my adopted parents and really digging deep into our Korean culture. I guess it was 2016. Um, a good friend of mine told me about the KAD group and um, he's like, you should join this group. It's for Korean adoptees who live in America. I was like, that is awesome. So yeah. I joined the group and obviously you get that free DNA kit and everything, but it's so funny because I'm like, oh, I do not know what kimchi is at all. Like, I don't know what bim bim bop is and like all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally grew up on like corned beef and cabbage. My name is O'Brien. Like, my last name yeah. is O'Brien. So I'm like, Irish. I, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, all the potatoes, girlfriend. <laughs> all the potatoes. Yes, yes, totally can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh no, you froze. Came into I Hello. <laughs> I didn't Hello. hear anything you just said. You're you just like cracking up at your own joke right so, there. So <laughs> I am. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I did not hear that. <laughs> um <laughs> So 2016, mm-hmm. you said, can you hear me? So 2016 is when, is when you kind of dived into your identity a little bit more and you connected to um, other CADs, even though your, your brother is adopted from Korea as well, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that was like your first instance of really connecting to the culture. Yes. And um, like you said, you didn't know anything about Korean food, Nothing. about any of that type of stuff. Mm-mm. My first experience. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fun to edit. This is going to be very fun to edit. So, how old are you, Maddie? Do you mind if I ask? Uh, Oh, of course. Um, I am 24. I just turned 24 (sighs) on March 26th. Oh, happy belated birthday. Thank you. You're a young one. Wow, 20s. Yeah, mid-20s. That's... You're like, what, how I'm are 10 years older than you. I'm 10 years older than you. I'm, I'm 35. Are you single? No. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I have somebody who... <laughs> get along with you. <laughs> really? Send him my way. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. You're, you're oh. a hoot. That's so funny. Anyway, Anyways. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. Um, 24? <laughs> I feel like we're best friends already. I yeah, know. Yeah, we're best friends already, even though I'm 10 years older than you. You know, like, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so tell me more about. No, first of all, let's go back. Hello? Oh my God. Can you hear me? <laughs> you like freezing. Maddie? Okay. Maddie? Yes. You can hear me? Yes. Okay. I was like, oh my God, did I was like, oh my God, did I offend you with the question that I just asked? <laughs> Am I frozen? My, my was like a blank stare, probably. Like, so- <laughs> I don't know. All right. Thanks for bearing with us, whoever is still listening to this. So, Max, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. He's just okay. Back to the serious. Back to the serious question. More about your more about your origin story. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) wondering if you celebrate your gotcha day. And what are you laughing? <laughs> Don't be like. This is gonna be so bad. This is probably gonna be. No, it's probably gonna be the best episode ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's yes. gonna be bad for me to edit. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. okay yes. That's okay. <laughs> or I might just not edit it. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if you heard me or not, but I am wondering if you celebrate your gotcha day and what are your and what are your feelings surrounding it? Why are you laughing? Stop. I can't no. 
goes, yeah. <laughs> can you, um, can you yeah. hear me though? Yeah, so I, guess, I can hear you so fine. Um, <laughs> I can hear me so fine. Hold on. Woo! Wait, I need to, like, drink of water. Okay, we are good. We are great. We're calm, collected. Mm -hmm. Do you celebrate your gotcha day? What are your feelings surrounding it? I know that in my family, um, it was almost a bigger deal than my birthday, but I don't know. Just, I mean, just recently coming into the transracial adoptee community, I know that there are a lot of different feelings surrounding it. So I'm just wondering your opinion and if you celebrate. I don't really have an opinion about it. I do not celebrate my gotcha day. I don't think it was, I don't know. Obviously it was a huge deal when I came and my brother came, but um, no, we don't celebrate it. I kind of envy people who celebrate it because it is such a big deal in my opinion. I think it's such a great thing that happened, but it's also not a great thing that happened for everybody. Obviously everybody right. has a different story. And that's also something that I'm also learning and understanding that I did not have the same upbringing as a lot of these people in the group. Like I have the best parents and the best family. And um, so yeah, some people do celebrate that and it's like a big deal, but nope, not here in our house. It's just, a, yeah. I don't even know what day, honestly, I was brought to the really? United States. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's just a normal day. We celebrate yeah. our birthdays, but okay. You're- Tell me- Unfro- Am I been frozen? Okay. So tell me a little bit more about, about your origin story or your upbringing to be more specific. What was your relationship like with your family? I know you said you have an amazing relationship with them and you also have an adopted non-biological brother. So tell me what your relationship was like with all of them and how was it growing up with another adoptee in the household? Yeah. So it's crazy because my brother and I are 18 months apart but we're so, we're so close. Like he's my best friend and I honestly don't know what I would do without him. Um, I honestly think it was easier for me, especially being adopted and knowing that I was different, knowing that my brother was different too, and we can kind of bond on that. Um, And I'll get into that later about, you know, how I felt growing up, but my parents and my relationship with my parents, it's, it was great. I grew up in such a great family. Um, grew up Catholic. I don't know. Uh-huh. Irish Catholic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they've just been so amazing. I, It's really weird. I don't know why this is a thing, and I probably should go to therapy and really like talk about it, but I have never said I love you to my dad. Really? And I think it has to do with something about me being like adopted and yeah. Not wow. I don't yeah, it's really weird. That's so fascinating. I, yeah, obviously I do love him so much but Yeah, like, of course. I, yeah. I never verbalize never vocalize it. it. But wow. to my Does mom, he... it's like yeah. I tell her I love her all the time. So yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's really weird. But yeah, ever since really I was younger. Yeah. But I love him. I love my mom and my brother again. We're best friends attached to the hip like sending each other memes all the time tiktoks and (laughs) you know i don't know what i would do without him but yeah my upbringing was so great do you feel like um, your brother was your confident growing up like someone that could understand your experience or did you both kind of process it differently and separately um 
So when it comes to adoption, we really aren't on the same page, meaning like I really want to dig deep into our culture and I'm part of the Facebook group, but he just really couldn't care less. Like this is his life. You know what I mean? Um, and I understand that that's completely fine, but yeah, definitely when we were growing up, I could lean on him. He could lean on me just like how we feel towards our parents too. And just like that whole relationship. Um, nothing really about like being adopted though. Like that mm-hmm. was never a thing. It was just like, yeah. Oh, we yeah. can relate on this with our parents and XYZ. So yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Awesome. I, I love that you're so close. Oh, that's so cool. That's so great being besties with your with your siblings. I have a brother. He's four years older than me, and we're Wait, we're very oh very close. So. Do you want to see something so crazy? I just found this on my desk. Yes. This was what is it? The day I was adopted. Oh my gosh! Yeah. There you are. Yeah, that's my so mom. Cool. That's my uncle. Uh-huh. My brother. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's the first time my mom ever held me. Yeah. I literally just saw that on my desk. I was like, wait. Is this on your desk? Yeah. Yeah. How crazy. Wow. Okay. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's get into it. So I know know, as I always sense that we're different from our parents from a very, very young age, what experience or memory that you have these feelings surrounding your identity? You're gonna have to repeat that because nobody's gonna hear. You're gonna, you sound like a robot. And you're chopping. I am a robot. <laughs> I am not, not real. You're gonna conspiracy so, theory podcast. Probably new podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I was saying, as adoptees, I know that we sense that we're different from our parents, um, from our white parents from a very young age, but Mm -hmm. is there a certain experience or memory you remember when you started to have these feelings surrounding your identity? Uh, Yeah. So, well, it's funny because when I grew up, I really didn't realize that I was different. Um, My parents read us this book. It's, I think it's called I Am Adopted and it was like little stick figures and they used to read us that every single night. I remember there was like a one page. It had like ice cream cones on. I don't know why I'm telling you this. This is such a tangent, but there's ice cream cones and I used to lick the page. I don't know. I was like, again, I was super young. I was super young. I can totally see you doing that. I was just like, I found it like not so long ago and I just like knew there was ice cream cones. Lick marks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, from like a very young age, my parents just like instilled it in us like we are adopted, but we are so loved and we're no different. Um, But I remember there was a point where I realized that, oh, my parents are white. I am adopted. Um, When somebody in third grade, somebody's mom was having a baby and my parents obviously not obvious it's not obvious but they were older when they adopted my brother and I and so I knew my parents could never have a baby when I was in third grade and all these people their parents were like having kids I'm like mom why aren't you having a kid and everything and she's like well I can't have kids and you guys are adopted for a reason and like xyz so that's when I really was like oh wow like I am different. I am adopted. And it just like really settled in. Um, How old were you? That was, did you say 
third grade third grade yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you're mm-hmm. still really young yeah. and I really couldn't comprehend it but like at the same time I was like yeah I'm different these are the circumstances type of thing so tell me about your what is your what was your what extent of exposure to race and diversity when you were younger and how did how did your parents deal with race conversations with you did they ever address this with you did you ever face a lot of racism growing up yeah so this is actually a super touchy subject but okay, i mean yeah. like i will definitely talk about it but my parents are irish catholics not saying that all irish catholics are like this but um my dad's like super conservative not saying all mm-hmm. conservatives are racist either but mm-hmm. um yeah my dad when it comes to race it's really a touchy subject i got yeah kicked out of my house um in november was it november uh october maybe no it was over the summer the black lives matter um I went to a protest and my dad kicked me out of the house for going to a really? protest. Yeah. Okay. And um, also when it comes to Trump and everything, um, he told me who to vote for and he, I got kicked out for that too. <laughs> um, and then most recently with the Asian hate, I remember talking to him and I said, I'm really sad about the Asian hate that's going on and all these stories. He's like, well, there's a lot of sad things going on in the world. And that's kind of his take on like the all lives matter type of thing. So when it comes Mm. to race and my parents, Mm -hmm. I don't really know even how to explain it. Um, Did I face racism when growing up? Probably. I mean, in like micro ways mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. just like my posts I don't know if we're gonna talk about that yes. but yeah. um yeah I've gotten a lot of texts a lot of you know little jokes here and there that aren't really jokes at all but nothing super crazy but yeah that yeah. The Black Lives well, Matter and being kicked out is definitely yeah severe well, so your parents are conservative is your is your mom kind of the same way as well as your dad um no, my mom's actually super liberal, um, mm. but she's also Catholic, and yeah. you now my dad kind of runs the house, so I don't yeah. know. She just, she understands, but I think she just kind of holds back on a lot of topics surrounding race, so. Thank you so much for, for being so vulnerable and for sharing that oh, with you're me. you're welcome. Yeah. You froze yeah. a little bit there. <laughs> It's what I do. I'm a robot. Yep, robot. <laughs> robot, Amy. <laughs> I want to move forward just a little bit okay with you and talk about what your formative years were like in middle school and in high school. What kind of things were you drawn to? What were you like socially and who did you hang out with? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, in middle school, I started cheering. That's when I got into mm-hmm. cheerleading. Um, I remember being, having like glasses and being super dorky. I don't know. Um, really wasn't in the popular crowd at all. Um, but I loved music from a very young age. I played the piano. So my parents put me in piano before I could even read. Nice. And, um, super musically inclined. I played the clarinet starting in 
elementary school into middle school through high school. So I was in between like music and cheering and yeah, things were really great. I loved my schools that I went to. I feel super privileged to have gone to like such amazing public schools, Um, had amazing friends and an amazing social life. I wasn't the greatest student, (laughs) but I, you know, and it's so crazy. Okay. If we're really getting into the nitty gritty here, uh, (laughs) you're like, yeah, sports. Yeah. Music. Right. Okay. Let's like, (laughs) give it to me. (laughs) So if you want to hear the tea, (laughs) 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 um, my parents were, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I should like, you don't have Mom to. and dad do not like listen to this. Um, I like got into bad things at a really yeah. young age, like eighth grade. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I think my parents were super, I don't know, not, not naive, but they just, I could get away with a lot and same with my brother, but like I started drinking and smoking and, mm-hmm. um, you know, having sex at like such a young age, but, um, I don't know why. Promiscuous Maddie. Yeah, I really was. But then it's funny because when I got into college, I did not yeah. need to do that at all. I'm you like, got it all got out of your system. With. I yeah. really, things turned out for the good folks. <laughs> if you want to take any advice, it's to start drinking. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> no. Just kidding, oh, everybody. No. no, I mean, you know what? Like, maybe, I don't know, maybe let loose a little bit, like, earlier on. Like, for me. I want to say I'm eighth just, grade. Maybe, like. <laughs> grade, but, like, for me, like, I was so sheltered. I didn't know what alcohol or drugs were until I went to college. And then I let loose. <laughs> and it was, like, just crazy Amy. Crazy, yeah, know? crazy Amy. Robot but Amy, that's where it started. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You did it right. You're fine. I did it right. Yeah, great. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, everything was so great. Um. And then obviously I continued cheerleading after everything in my adult life. So things turned out for the best. Yeah. I am curious to know what drew you to cheerleading? In general or professional cheerleading? Both. Both. Yeah. I mean, so what drew you to it in middle school and then also professionally as well? Okay. Yeah. So I started dancing when I was three or four years old. My parent that was my sport growing up. Yeah. And I did competitive dance for the longest time. And then when I got into middle school, I was like, oh, I really want to be a cheerleader. And I know exactly how this started. Um, there's this girl who was in my neighborhood and she was a cheerleader for the local football team near me. And she was super popular. And I remember like, she wasn't always the nicest to me and she would like boss me around sometimes. But like, I remember like she was super popular. I wanted to be like her and she did cheerleading. So I'm like, I want to be a cheerleader. And obviously it was just like really, I don't know, all the guys, like the cheerleaders and all the stuff, you know, they're super pretty, popular, X, Y, Z. So I went out for cheerleading. I don't know. <laughs> I still remember trying out for seventh grade cheerleading. I I was so bad. I don't know. I wasn't the worst, but yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I was captain seventh grade, so I couldn't be, have been oh, that well, bad. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> the dancing background helped a lot. But um, yeah. well, I just remember doing like a cartwheel or something, and I just completely... <laughs> did not land right I don't know I but it just like really did shape me honestly that is where a lot of if I did receive any racism or any bullying that's where it occurred um 
because that same girl, that same neighbor who got me into cheerleading, she was on my cheer team eventually when I was in middle school. So, and in high school. So I don't know, that just like really shaped me to the person who I am today. And I was good at the sport um, and obviously did it throughout high school. And I did it for one year in college. And um, it's so funny. Should I tell you about my professional cheerleading? Yes, please. Yeah. So (laughs) what's funny um, about it? It's so funny, actually. I tried out on a whim. I saw an ad for it the night before on Instagram. (laughs) And with my thought, like, I don't know, with my knowledge and everything, my thought process, I was like, I don't have anything to do tomorrow. I'm just going to go drive two hours to Voorhees, New Jersey and audition for the Flyers cheerleading squad. So, oh my gosh, I cringe. I went to the mall that morning on my way there and I bought a Victoria's Secret sports bra to audition in. (laughs) Nice, yeah. (laughs) didn't know why I thought that was okay but yeah so I got a sports bra and I was doing my makeup like in the mirror on the way there as I'm like driving I'm like I parked at a McDonald's I like finished my makeup and everything and I walk in and there's hundreds of girls there they're already pre-registered and their outfits must have cost hundreds of dollars Um, Their makeup and hair was professionally done. Their boobs were up to their chin. And I'm like, there is no way I'm making this team. And, you know, they did a few rounds of cuts, maybe like three or four. And then they did an interview round. Oh, my gosh. And this is so funny, too. This is the best part, honestly. I walk into the interview round and there's a panel of judges. It's like the president of the Flyers, the dance coach and president of game day staff and XYZ. So they're all at a table. You go into this private room. I walk in, I open the door, and I go, hey, y'all. Wait, what? I am from Pennsylvania. My yeah, wife I know. is O'Brien. And I go, hey, y'all. Oh, wait. Who do? Wait, hold on. I know you're about to say who says that, but I do. I mean, yes. Y'all comes out sometimes. Hey, y'all. But this it was just like. Where it comes from, but yeah, it was like not like the southern. Right yeah, I just like yeah, I walk like in. I'm like southern. I'm like, hey, y'all. I'm like, what? What? Am so I? then you probably. So did you have to keep that up the whole time? Then like, then you're like, oh, they think I'm from the south. So now I got. Well, like, my brother <laughs> lived in Tennessee, so real fast, I was like, oh, I just came back from Tennessee. My brother lives nice. in Tennessee. I have family in Tennessee. I was just like, that's why I said, hey, y'all, everybody. But no, so after that, the one guy, he looks down and he goes, so Maddie O'Brien, and already I know, like, yeah, Yeah. I have to say, like, yeah, I was adopted from Seoul, South Korea, and he goes, oh, no way, my wife is adopted from Seoul, South Korea, and I go, oh, no way, Seoul sisters, I'm like, oh, my God. Love it. I love it so much. I was like, I am never going to get this job. <laughs> and then lo and behold, I yeah. am a Flyers cheerleader now. So that's my See, story. This is the this is the moral of the story. Yeah. Be yourself, be your true self. And mm-hmm. you know, you never know what can happen. Like you never know I what think- can happen if you have a southern accent saying, <laughs> Hey y'all. 
And you make some jokes like soul sister. I literally don't. I was like kicking myself in the foot. I was like, why did I just say that? But that's probably what got you the job, Maddie. Really did. I yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That southern charm really. Yeah, that southern charm. It's deep within you. (laughs) So, so when? What what year was that? Whoa! You just sounded so wacky there. Your facial expression. Your facial expression. <laughs> so when was that? When when did you audition? I love that story. Question. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago was that? That, that you was in the summer of 2019. So okay. Um, that was my rookie year, and then the pandemic hit, and I was really sad. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs were super weird. Yeah. Obviously, that had to be the year they did make playoffs, but. No, it was Dang. so much yeah. fun, such an amazing job, such an amazing organization. I feel so grateful. Um, we're not back this year. Apparently, we're not oh. like essential. Gritty's essential, but, you know. So. What? <laughs> Gritty's always essential. Gritty, if oh. you're listening to this, you're so <laughs> essential. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that whole – I love your whole cheerleading – tryout story yes it's so great <laughs> it's so you it's, it's so, so funny so yes <laughs> yeah i would love to dive in to, and talk about your podcast soul sisters so i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that actually was an idea for the name soul sisters but then i didn't I like want to it. yeah yeah i like soul searching better so it's soul searching but spelled s-e-o-u-l soul searching yeah dual meanings love it yes. yeah <laughs> so, so tell me about tell me about it. I mean, you've been thinking about this for a long time now, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. What is it to a podcast? And is it going to be adoptee driven? Are you going to? Is it going to be like interview driven? Or what's what do you think the format's going to be like? Um, I definitely want to interview people. I'm, you're definitely going to be on my podcast if we can ever get through an episode. <laughs> yeah, um, if we can. <laughs> No, I definitely want to interview other adoptees. I want to interview my friends, like have talked to them about what their point of view was. Like, mm-hmm. um, I want to interview my parents and my brother. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do want to have people on, but I absolutely do not want it to be just adoptee surrounded. I don't know the word. Um, but yeah, I just feel like this podcast can go so far to a huge audience and, mm-hmm. I just, I, yeah, I don't want it to be just adoptee based. I think everybody deserves, not deserves, but should hear my story and can learn a lot. I want it to be very educational and very insightful and yeah. very fun. I don't want it to be too, super serious either. Like, yes. I lot, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's pretty much the plan. And um, soul searching, I want to talk about that and why I wanted to name it yeah why did you name it that yeah tell me tell me the background I'm in my 20s and a lot yes thanks for rubbing it in yes (laughs) (laughs) well a lot happens in your 20s and obviously I'm just I just turned 24 but you know everybody's in such a different stage in their life right now like people are getting married having kids going back to school just graduating like in your 20s there's such a huge array of places where people can be in their life and I'm learning to navigate that and find myself so it's like kind of like soul searching like Mm -hmm. finding myself and I want to talk about the experiences that I've gone through um, not only as an adoptee but 
just in life, my college experience, um, what I'm doing in my life right now, my relationships. I was in a crazy on and off relationship for seven years. And he's actually the reason why I am a part of the KID group. He's the one who really got me to dig deep into my culture. Wow. So yeah, um, definitely want to talk about that as well. So soul searching, huge aspect of um that for sure um another part is digging deep into our culture and um going on this soul searching journey yeah. of finding my birth parents perhaps and taking yep. that dna kit live on the podcast because it's been wow, sitting yeah. on my desk for six months and i oh my can't get myself yeah. to do it because yeah. i'm so nervous but if i have an audience and people to encourage me and for them to listen to my story as I go on this journey. I think that is so cool. I want to go to Seoul, South Korea someday, you know, and obviously I would love to talk about that as well. So that's another aspect of soul searching. So two different things, but yeah. um, I'm so excited, super that's nervous. So cool. I don't know yet, but yeah. I'm so excited for you. I mean, have you planned out any content? I mean, I know you have ideas ruminating and stuff like that. Do you have any idea of when you might launch the podcast? Um, so my personal trainer, he's so great. Andrew, shout out. Um, but he said I should put an episode out before I leave for the summer to live at the shore. So he's pushing me a little bit um, to put an episode out. But I think that is definitely the encouragement I need just because I'm just super nervous and know insecure about everything but yeah you can do it girl I Thanks. believe in you thank you <laughs> <laughs> I will be your number one fan yes. I <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did want to touch on one other thing in a serious topic a, a statement that you just came out with on Instagram or on Facebook as well I guess you shared it on both platforms and it was so well written really touched me and you know with all the Asian hate crimes happening I really felt like you you just bared your soul and shared some super intimate things with your followers. And I feel like one of the more relatable things or memorable things that I heard you say or was reading in your writing was that you touched on that you weren't sure if you were allowed to mourn and grieve with the Asian community, being a Korean adoptee and identifying as, as white, as we do. That really that really struck a chord with me. And I think growing up in a white family, identifying as white, it's something that's kind of thrown in our faces, yeah. but it doesn't mean that we haven't faced racism on the same level. Absolutely. We haven't faced Asian hate. And so I, I just really appreciate that you put that message out, that you bared your soul. And I, I just feel like so many adoptees can relate to that message. Mm -hmm. And just wondering if there's anything that you want to add to this. And also what has the response been? Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Sorry, need some water real fast. You're good. Robot Amy. <laughs> New name, hashtag Robot Amy. <laughs> when you put this episode out, definitely <laughs> do that hashtag. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so the response has been so overwhelmingly positive. I was so nervous to put that post out. So nervous. I debated about putting it out for the longest time. I mean, the Asian hate crimes have been going on for over a year now. Um, but most recently it, it was that week before mm -hmm. I posted it. it, things got obviously super bad and the terrorist attack happened and, um, 
no, I was super nervous to put it out. Not only because, again, I was super vulnerable. I was super vulnerable talking about how I was nervous because I didn't know if I could mourn or not. Um, but also, I included text messages yeah. um, from people. All those people followed me on Instagram. They still do. Um, so it was kind of nerve wracking for that as well. I didn't want totally. these people to, you know, come at me and everything, but I put my, my Instagram on public and I've always had my Instagram oh, on wow. private, which yeah. is a big deal. Cause I'm like really weird about privacy. Like you will never catch yeah. me on Tinder because I just don't <laughs> want my face on there. But, um, <laughs> no, I am super weird about privacy, but I'm so glad I put it on public because so many people shared my post. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got so many messages from so many people, um, including adoptees. They're like, I'm adopted. I'm so glad you shared this story. I feel the same way that you do. And a lot of Korean adoptees too. And I'm like, join the Facebook group and everything. <laughs> um, nice, yeah. But it's so crazy because... The one text message, it was the princess one. I don't mm-hmm. yeah. call that. Yeah. She messaged me and she goes, these things are so horrible. Um, I'm so sorry you had to go through this. I love you, girl. And I don't think she realized that was her message. Oh my God. She didn't even realize that she had... She was the author of that message? Before? Right. I don't know <laughs> wow. if she did or not, but I'm hoping she did and was just like, these things are terrible. I love you, girl. I'm like, okay. That's not really an apology, but yeah, yeah, right. But another one, um, that first text, um, I'm not going to repeat it because it's yes. Right. Yeah. But, um, not only did she say an apology, she shared my post. She apologized to me and she's educating herself and she told me that she is and her husband also messaged me apologizing so wow I thought that was like such an amazing yeah. response um all the other people never said anything except for the last one the last text um I will say this it was the porn one mm-hmm. um oh yeah comparing me to a porn star yeah. um And that actually came from the guy who I've been talking to for the past seven years. And he messaged me and freaked out at me and super narcissist, you know, making all about him. Like, how could you make me the poster boy of your like racist posts and like all this stuff? And that made me, it's so crazy because I was getting so much overwhelmingly positive feedback and mm-hmm. just one text message like that just made me regret it all. But, but overall the response was so amazing and I'm really glad I posted it. Um, but yeah. That's incredible. You're so brave, Maddie. Thank you. You are yeah. too. Yeah. And you're only 24. My goodness. No, I'm telling you right now when I was 24, never have the guts to do it. What, really? What you did. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm, no. So, so good for you. Honestly, if it wasn't for you or who, what's her name? Katie. <laughs> Katie <the cat. laughs> I, I don't know what to call her because that's all how I know her. I'm like, Katie. No, Katie the cat. Katie yes. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. Love Honestly, you, Katie. 
and Brenna, like you three, like yeah. I just like I always see your posts and everything. But if it wasn't for you three, I I would never have posted that because oh. you guys were super vocal about everything that was going on, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna sit back and watch everything happen and not say yeah. anything. So, thank you for being that role model. Oh my uh, goodness, Maddie. <laughs> Thank you for being a role model to yes. to We need more voices like yours, you know? Absolutely, and yeah. I was just talking to another guest yesterday um, who was saying, like, now there's this new generation or our generation or your generation of <laughs> adoptees that are coming forward and really speaking our truth. And yeah. um, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. But I just, I wish that we would have had these resources, these voices, these podcasts when, when I was younger. Um, yeah it would have been so helpful, you know, to navigate all this stuff. But Mm -hmm. at least when I just, for me, I don't want anyone to have to feel or go through what I, what I went through. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the same. Yeah, for sure. Soul sisters. sisters. (laughs) So, um, we, we're just about to wrap up and I don't even want to wrap up because I've enjoyed talking (laughs) to you so much, Maddie. But I just want to extend a huge thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. And you have been so vulnerable and open um, with your story and with everything and so much. I I know if um, there's anything that you're excited about coming up in your career, personal life, and also if you have any last thoughts on being adoptee. Um, yeah, so if you would like to follow me, my Instagram is Maddie, M-A-D-D-I-E, another E, O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N, and another N, so Maddie O'Brien with two E's and two N's, and um, anything that's coming up, obviously my podcast, Soul Searching Podcast yeah, uh, on Instagram, yes. and hopefully that will be coming out soon, and career-wise, I am a spin instructor. I just Ooh, got a job nice. as a spin instructor. That. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I'm so awesome. excited. And I will be teaching at Stride CI also. If you're ever down there, come and see me, take a class. And anything about being adoptee, I'm just super grateful like to have found you and found this community. I realized now, like realizing now that there were so many days when I was younger, hating myself, like hating being Asian, hating my eyes, hating my body mm-hmm. and getting all these texts and everything and feeling super down about myself. But now I'm like, I am so grateful to be Asian and to be an adoptee and to be part of this community, to have met you and to have my family and my brother and my friends and I just feel super grateful. So being adoptee is not a bad thing. It's amazing. And um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. You are so amazing. You are so fun. I can't wait for you to be on my podcast. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. I am so excited for that, for sure. Hello, this is my friend, Amy. She's also part robot. (laughs) And part robot. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Oh my God. We're so goofy. We're so goofy. <laughs> All right. I feel like I feel like you are you are me and I am you, Maddie. I don't know. We're just yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Thank you so much again Thank for you. being on. And it's been a, yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blast. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye guys. Bye.